Welcome to the FSU Conversation. During our regular segments, we will highlight FSU School of Communication, its students, alumni, and happenings in the industry. I'm your host, Austin Ricard, and I'm a senior majoring in public relations and also a director's ambassador for the School of Communication. Today, we are especially honored to be joined by John Thrasher, president of Florida State University, to hear his perspective on his time at FSU. Since 2014, President Thrasher's leadership has guided Florida State to top 20 public university recognition, among so many other incredible feats. Coming up on my fourth year here at FSU and acknowledging how much the school has grown even since I've been here, leaves me truly in awe of everything President Thrasher has accomplished, and I'm so excited for this opportunity. So, without further introduction, let's jump right in. President Thrasher, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Austin, great to be here. So, appreciate the invitation and Love the College of Communications. You guys do a great job over there. Dean Dennis has uh, been a friend since I've been here and been very supportive. And I know he's announced recently he's uh, retiring, I think, or getting thinking about it. But uh, he's been a great, great person to engage with. And I know our students are, are graduating and, and, and really going out into the state and the communities and uh, getting great jobs and waving the Florida State University flag. So proud of that, proud of you, and thanks for having me on. Well, thank you so much for that. It's all a testament to the hard work that both of you really put into this university, and, and, and we couldn't be more thankful for that. All right, so let's jump right in. So you're a few weeks away from moving on to another <laughs> chapter of your life after being our president for almost seven years. What have you enjoyed the most? Well, you know, it's, it, thanks, Austin, for that question. I, I really appreciate it. It's truly been an honor to uh, be the 15th president of Florida State University and my uh, when I was, a, I know when I was in undergraduate school here, and many years ago, and then even in law school, I had no no doubt that uh, that my FSU days would be would be helpful to me in whatever I did. But I certainly didn't think that I'd ever be president of FSU. So it's really been a it's been a job of a lifetime, a dream of a lifetime to be here, be with our great faculty, our students over the last almost seven years, as you said. And you know, I, I got this job when I was a little uh, older than most guys who get these or ladies who get these jobs. But we've enjoyed it. Gene and I, my wife and I have really enjoyed it. And we're looking forward to the next chapter and doing some other things, hopefully staying here and still being involved in some aspects of FSU. But clearly looking forward to the next chapter. And hopefully uh, we've left the university a little bit better than we, we got it. And something to build on for the next president. There's no doubt that you definitely left this university better than you found it. At least, like I said earlier in my introduction, just being here and seeing how much this school has grown in the past four years is just incredible. And, and how much more my degree is worth now, now that we've just grown so much academically, it's, it's just so cool to see. You know, I, I think, and that's largely due, not to me so much, Austin, I appreciate the kind remarks. But, you know, it takes, a, it takes a lot of folks to do that. We have great faculty. We've been able to, to recruit and sustain our, our, our faculty to even higher levels than, than before. The student population that we're getting from all over the state and really all over the country is incredible. I mean, the, you, you guys are coming in here with an idea about what you want to do and doing it. And uh, 
the kinds of students that Florida State's attracting is just a phenomenal. I know when I when I was a freshman and got into Florida State, I think if you if you basically had a pulse, you could get in. That's not that's not true today. It's not true today. The, the young people who are coming here are academically strong, and I think uh, focused focused on what they want to do in their life, and uh, and it's, it's it's making this university a really incredible place. I, I think uh, many of you know, or a lot of you know, probably that just for this incoming freshman class that'll start in the fall of 2021, even with COVID and all the concerns about that, uh, we had over 62,000 applications, almost as many as we had the year before. So it's an incredible destination for young people around the state and certainly around the country. Absolutely. And, you know, as much as it is everyone's responsibility that the school has gotten to this point so far, it really takes a great leader to foster that surrounding that people want to be in. So thank you for that. Appreciate it. So is there a specific accomplishment during your presidency that you were the most proud of? You know, Austin, I, I really can't think of, any, I mean, I can think of maybe a few that, you know, that really stick out, but you know, the, the, the quality in attracting the kind of students that we, we have, the faculty to give the university the boost it's had. But you know, I mean, it's, it's the programs, it's the uh, academic success of, of all of you all. You know, uh, we're, uh, we have the, we have the number one four-year graduation rate in the entire state university system and top 10 in the country. And that, and that says, sounds like just a number, but what that really reflects is so many other things that go into making that happen. Great students, great faculty, guidance for navigating your careers as you get here. And at the end of the day, it saves our, our students a lot of money, I think, in terms of potential loans that they may have to have. It also uh, gets them out into the workforce. It gets them out into uh, maybe the next step for additional education. That four-year graduation rate is really important to me, and it's, it's, it's a, I think, a symbol of what we've tried to accomplish at FSU. You know, our, our, our retention rate from freshman to sophomore year is in the high 90s. I mean, we are, we are, people who come here, young people who come here want to stay here. They want to get their education and move on to other things in their life. And so those things are really all important. You know, we've established the uh, College of Entrepreneurship through an incredible grant that was given to us in 2015. We've done so many other things that, that I think are remarkable. And again, it goes back to our faculty and the great students that we have. But it's been a real pleasure and, and seeing all this growth. I'm, I'm excited about the future of Florida State and very optimistic about it. That's so exciting to hear. I'm, I'm also very excited about the future of Florida State as a soon-to-be alum. And as someone who has an entrepreneurship minor myself, just seeing how that new college really helps students and, and just the benefit that comes from it, that, that's, that was just such an important part right. of my college experience. Again, we, we want to thank, I always try to, the, the Moran Foundation that helped us with that. Miss Jan Moran, who uh, has become a great friend, a personal friend of my wife and I, and of the university. And she has really uh, poured herself into this uh, school as well as the Jim Moran Institute, which, you know, uh, helps small businesses out around the state and around the country. That gift, which in 2015 was $100 million, continues to be the largest single gift given to a university, a public university in our state. And it's changed lives. It's changed lives. It's given young people who have an interest in creation of jobs, uh, the creation of a business, those types of things given them that opportunity and it's uh it's a very fulfilling and uh, we're very appreciative of the moran foundation absolutely 
So as you reflect on your tenure as president, do you have any regrets that come to mind? I, I guess my biggest regret, I wish I had gotten this job when I was a lot younger, <laughs> so I could have stayed a little longer. But I was 70 years old when I got the job. I'm 77 now. You know, it, it's a 24-7 job, basically, and uh, takes a lot of energy. But I mean, no, I mean, I, I think seven years is probably average now for university presidents. They, they're, they're tough jobs, particularly this past year with COVID. Uh, we've, we've, had, we've had some challenges, no question about it. But I, I'm very proud of you all, of the students, the way you've handled it, the faculty, the way they've handled it. And I think our staff, our staff has done an incredible job of, of making sure that we had adequate tests, we had a facility for testing, that we've now begun to give vaccinations. All of those things that our faculty went from a conversion almost overnight of face-to-face classes to remote classes last year. We've gradually come back from that, but it's, it took a lot of energy and a lot of stuff to do that for our faculty and our staff. But I'm so proud of the synergies that faculty and you all, the students, have come together to continue to make this a success and uh, still doing well. And, and we're looking optimistically toward next fall when we have more face-to-face classes. I hope it'll all be back face-to-face. We're looking forward to that. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I think... Uh, there's some great things ahead for Florida State University, and I think we've come through the COVID-19 thing pretty well, actually. I totally agree, and I think a lot of the work that we put into this pandemic, from the students to the faculty side, I think a lot of it will even <laughs> transcend the pandemic as well. There's a lot of things with, with online yeah. courses and, and all these other programs that I think have worked extremely well and, and will continue you're, to benefit us. Austin, you're very perceptive. And out of something bad, we've learned a lot of things that might obviously be helpful in the future for student success and, and other things. And I think it has, it has been a learning experience in that regard. I think it'll be a positive thing for the future. Absolutely. So as president of this university, you've had to deal with a school shooting, multiple hurricanes, <laughs> and now COVID-19. How did you go about handling all of these challenges so effective? Where did you find the motivation? You know, you know, again, you gotta you gotta have a great team, and I've been blessed. Uh, we, our vice presidents and our faculty and our our, our deans of our colleges, have all stepped up, and uh, you know, we have we have processes in place. I have to tell you, one of the funny ones, though, uh, maybe not funny to some people, I'm sure, is I remember uh, when uh, Coach Fisher, Jimbo Fisher, left to go to Texas A&M as the head football coach. I have a little outer office uh, next to mine, and there's a lot of books in there I keep, a lot of things. I went in there to look for how do you hire a football coach, and we hadn't hired one in 42 <laughs> years. So it, wasn't a, it was a brand-new experience. That's and awesome. uh, same thing with hurricanes. We hadn't had a hurricane in a long time, and then all of a sudden over about three years we had three. Same with the shooting. I was 10 days into my presidency and we had a shooting at Strozier. And so there, there, there are things that you, you, you instinctively respond to, but you, but you better get your, your team together and, and make sure you're making the right decisions. Communications, uh, I think, is the big part of all of that. Transparency, making sure that people know what you're doing, what your vision is, and then executing that. And then making adjustments. My, I've, I've been blessed to have an incredible board of trustees since I've been here. And we adopted a strategic plan about four years ago, and we've, we've stuck to that plan. I really have. I've, uh, there, there are a number of things in there that I'm very proud of that we've followed. We talk about it at every board meeting, what we've done. We're going to make some adjustments. Uh, the next president and board will next year. But uh, that strategic plan has been kind of a roadmap for us to uh, 
get to where we have gotten to. So my point is it takes a lot of folks and a lot of communications and a lot of uh, transparency so people know where you're going and what you're trying to do. And if they believe in it and uh, they get behind it, uh, you generally get, su- you're going to be successful. And, but as we, as we all know in life, I'm sure it's from your standpoint and even mine today is, is at this stage of my life, success is never final. You're always looking forward to, to trying to build on those things you do and make it even better. And that's, that's what we've tried to do. Well, that's definitely what you've done. And I, I had no idea that only 10 days in your presidency, you had to deal with that crisis. That's, that's insane. I couldn't even imagine like 10 days into a new job and, and having to deal with something like that. You're, you're a better man than I, I can, I can say. No, that. no, no. We are good, <laughs> good folks around. It was, you know, it was a sad day for Florida State, but, uh, you know, the students responded, you know, look, You guys, I'll tell you one thing about the students. I know we've had some issues in some areas of student life, but there is an incredible resilience among the students. You guys come here with a a focus and a passion for being here and getting an education and wanting to to make the world a better place. And that's what's made every day I get up uh, enjoyable. It really is. So if you had to choose one moment that defined your presidency, what would that moment be and why? You know, there one moment, it, it probably, but it's a spread over. You know, I, I say this, and I'm, and I, and I, people don't really quite understand it. Sometimes I think when I say it, and it's not just because it's a celebration or fun or something like that. But one of my favorite moments, and it's continued over the time I've been here, and I'll explain a little bit more about it, is graduation. To me, graduations have turned into some of the most special days of of our our time here at Florida State. My wife and I both enjoy them. I know we had to suspend them because of COVID uh, for the last year, but you may know that we just re-announced it for this graduating class in May. Uh, we're going to have 11 different graduations spread out over two weekends in order to get everybody uh, who wants to walk, uh, opportunity to walk, have their names called out, and have their families there. I th- it's just because it's such a, a special time for families and uh, and the students, even though it's a very brief thing, it's meaningful, I think, and symbolic of the hard work that you all have put in, your families have supported you, and the faculty and, uh, and the folks who have made the university go during those years. So it's a really special time for me, and I'm looking forward to every single one of those graduations and uh, looking forward to being there and uh, being a part of them. So that, those, are, those are kind of the special times. I mean, you know, we've had some athletic achievements. We've had some academic achievements, being a top 20 university for the last two years, all of those things, uh, you know, kind of uh, look back on proudly, but it, knowing that it takes a lot of folks to, to make them happen. Absolutely. And I know I can speak not just for myself, but really all students at this university about how thankful we are to have that in-person graduation night, because I know that that wasn't an easy process to instill. And, and it took the work of, of you and the faculty to really button that up and, and get it to where we could actually have something like that. Well, we're looking forward to it. And we announced just, uh, I think, yesterday for our 2020 graduates who weren't able to graduate, we're going to have a, a graduation ceremonies in May, latter part of May. For those who can and want to come back, uh, we're going to make sure that they have a special moment also. I did not know that. That's, that's, so, yeah. that's so great. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're making news today, Austin. It's going to be the headline, I guess. <laughs> All right. So one thing I always like to talk about with every guest is the topic of lifelong learning. So where, yeah. where, who do you turn to to continue your devotion to gaining knowledge? 
You know, I love reading. I love reading. I love history. I love uh, current events. Um, obviously, my background in politics. I, I love politics. I think uh, one of the reasons I'm, I'm really so proud of our new Institute of Politics is one of the things I have been concerned about as an adult, as a leader of uh, this university and other places is the lack of civility we're seeing in, in, our, in our government today in some respects. So uh, I read a lot. Uh, read a lot of those types of things. When you're in this job, you, you've got to obviously keep up with the information that's relevant to universities. But I try to read as much as I can. I think history teaches us so much about the, the past, but it's so relevant to what we need to do in the future. I look forward to reading those types of things and obviously trying to stay current. But you cannot ever get caught up in this world we live in. And there's always, as I said, success is never final. But learning is never final either. And everybody ought to know that. Once you leave Florida State, I'm sure, Austin, you'll probably have more more experiences, as much educational as you had during your time here, because that's what life is about. It gives you that opportunity to enjoy those types of things and learn even more. And this is a great country, a great country. And in spite of a lot of the problems we've had, America is is built on on the foundation of, of people who have who have learned who have sacrificed and uh, those are things that we can all all read about and find information about continue our life in a, in a very positive way and I, I I say the other thing is uh, I read a lot of faith based books which I think are important also absolutely especially during this time is just a, a base point to give you that hope to continue on every single day and and, and right. those tough decisions. All right. So before we let you go, I want to play a quick game that's going to put you on the spot with some tough decisions. All right. All right. I'm going to give you two choices. You can only pick one and you have okay. to give a brief explanation for your choice. Okay. okay. tough. All right. So the Westcott Fountain or Landis Green? Well, tough choice. Uh, those are tough choices. I walk, out, uh, walk in and walk out of that in front of uh, the fountain every single day when I come to work. But you know, my, in all honesty, what I really enjoy is Landis, simply because when I walk over there, I see students, I see them relaxing sometimes, but they're studying or doing something or walking, just walking to class back and forth, going to Swanee. I love Landis Green. I think it's a really in, incredible place for our university, uh, a real cherished place, a real treasure. And uh, to have it anchored on one end by, uh, by Strozier Library, where there's so much learning goes on in there, is a very positive thing. So I, I love Landis Green, uh, but I'd, I'd say it's it's number one, but Westcott's 1A. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a tough one. All right, so next question. A victory over the Gators or an ACC championship? No, no, no question in my, in my life. I, you know, I started at Florida State University, believe it or not, in 1961. We had played the uh, University of Florida in football up at that time probably about six times. In 1964, uh, we, and, and the way they'd set up the game is the only way they would play us is to, if we played in Gainesville. And so finally in 1964, we had a home game against the Gators here in um, Tallahassee in football. And uh, I was a senior, and uh, we beat them for the first time in 1964. So beating the Gators, uh, and, I, and I have a lot of friends that are Gators. I have a son-in-law who's a Gator. But uh, beating the Gators to me is still uh, is is still I get I get a, a big smile every time we do it, regardless of what sport. 
Totally agree. I, there's just something about that that transcends even the championship trophy. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's something, it's something in the air. I don't know. Well, All tonight right. we're, you know, we're playing in the ACC basketball tournament. We just found out yesterday that both our, our men's and women's golf teams are ranked number one in the country. For the, I don't think that's ever happened before. Our beach volleyball team uh, is number two in the country. Uh, a lot of good things going on right now. And I'm very, very excited about the future for Florida State football with Coach Norvell. I think he's put together a great uh, group of coaches, brought in some really good players, I think, that are now, I think, gelling uh, and under his system. And I'm real optimistic about the future of FSU football. I, I am as well. Just seeing the, the drive and passion that he's putting in to these players. And, and I yeah. hearing from some of the players about how much they enjoy their time with him. Yeah. It's just really cool to hear. All right, so I guess the final question might be the hardest one of all. The FSU war chant or the FSU fight song? Uh, that, yeah, those are both tough. Look, let me, let me just say something, too, about that. You know, of course, one of the great, great uh, things about our university is the incredible relationship we have with the Seminole Tribe of Florida. Everything we do, we try to, to honor their legacy and uh, the, 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 what they have ceded uh, to us in terms of uh, the relationship and the, and the uh, rituals and the things that we do here. So both of those are very important. I, I can't, I, hard to pick either one. I just think the, uh, the, for me, Seminole Tribe of Florida is an integral part of our university and uh, we love the relationship and uh, hope we can continue it in a very, very strong way in the future. Absolutely. All right, President Thrasher, I want to thank you again for taking the time out of your insanely busy schedule to talk with us today. It was an absolute honor and privilege. Great, Austin. It's great to talk to you and continued success uh, in your future and uh, on your podcast. I look forward to hearing more about it and uh, hopefully get a chance to see you at graduation. Look forward to it. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. This segment is about to come to a close. As always, make sure you follow at FSUcom on Twitter and FSU Communication on Instagram for more information on future podcast segments and everything else the School of Communication has to offer. Until next time, from all of us here at the FSU School of Communication, and be sure to always remember to keep the conversation rolling.